Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, people. Welcome back. Happy Friday. I apologize for last week's absence. I know right now we are going through some cold and flu season. So your girl got knocked down. In fact, I don't know if you can hear, I'm still pretty nasally. Our city has been having the craziest wind pressures right now. And with that brought in all of the allergies that have just been kicking me on my behind. So I'm going to make it through this episode. I might sound a little wonky, but we are going to do it today. So we are now two weeks technically behind and all of the fun, adventurous, crazy things that have been happening. We wrapped up March and bringing in the spring equinox and rolling into April. And now we're having Easter pop around the corner. And I know I always talk about one topic that makes me very passionate or something that always happens with clients. And that's pretty much what I'm going to do again, because I've had two weeks of client check-ins and everybody coming at me with holiday eating. And it's Passover, it's Easter, it's going out to eat with family, it's going on spring break, it's the vacations, it's the camping. It is everything that is happening right now. So what does that necessarily mean for clients? How do you guys take that on? How do you guys eat during the holidays? How do you guys do things during the holidays? And that can be the biggest struggle for people, but it doesn't have to be. We always put such a stigma on We need to have this cookie cutter lifestyle or we got to stick to the protocol. It's got to be black and white. Everything's got to be perfect. And I'm here to tell you, nope, not one little bit. I remember competing and most of the time right now I'd be in prep, not in prep this year. And even in my off season, I wasn't, um, I wouldn't say off season. It was like I was improving. So I was still on a protocol of what to eat. However, my calories were so high, I had the flexibility of being able to enjoy more freedom and pretty much have it fit into a macro spacing. So that made it a lot easier. However, when I'm in prep and I'm sticking to a certain protocol and my nutrients are not, or my macronutrients are not as high, that can be harder. That can be a lot harder to do when eating out. However, not everybody's a bodybuilder out there. You guys probably don't even want to do a bodybuilding show. Half of you are just like, just tell me how to get through the holiday. And that's literally what we're going to do today. I'm just going to tell you how to get through the holiday. We have Easter coming up. What's that? We got like the chocolate bunnies, those Cadbury eggs. Oh, don't forget those uh, Reese's stuffed Easter eggs too. And all of the jelly beans, the different flavored peeps. I know one of my best friends, she's a peep monster out there, so... How do we get through that? How do you not gain five to 10 pounds because everybody's bringing candy over? Or maybe you guys do a traditional Easter and you're having that honey glazed ham and everything looks so good. The deviled eggs on the, on the trays, all of that. I know Ty's mom is planning on doing enchiladas for Easter and whoo guys, her enchiladas, those will send anybody through the moon and back. Those are amazing right there. So 
how do you get through the holidays without feeling guilty or feeling like you're you're not healthy? It's portion control. It's allowing yourself to live and be a part of an experience, but portion control. I always tell every single one of my clients when they're having a day or they know they're going to have a day of like an event, um, going out, excitement, holiday, whatever it is, start your day off like a normal routine. You want to get up within the first hour of waking up. You want to eat. You want to get that metabolism sparked. If you're somebody who does a fasting protocol, that's going to look different, of course. So, of course, live towards your lifestyle and live in that means. If you're somebody that's not really in a lifestyle, wake up within an hour, have your first meal. I always suggest to people, if you know what you're going to have, like, for instance, I'm going to use my Easter with the chicken enchiladas. I know that that's a heavy carb and a heavy fat meal. Good protein source, but not as high. So I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have a higher protein breakfast. And I'm going to make sure that my carbs and my fats stay a little lower. In three hours, like I normally do, again, I'm going to go for another higher protein meal with fewer carbs and fewer fats. So by the time I get to his mom's house, and I have the chicken enchiladas, one, I'm not overeating. I'm eating the portion that makes me feel satisfied, not stuffed and overwhelmed and like I'm bursting out of my pants. I'm going to pick a portion size that makes me feel good and that I'm enjoying a meal with family and I'm not eating the Tupperware chicken and green beans or steak and steak and sweet potato. I'm having a meal with my family that they made, that they took time and that we're indulging in together. It doesn't mean it has to be a huge serving. doesn't mean I have to overindulge. I take my portion size and I go on. Now, afterwards is kind of what I was talking about with one of my clients. It can look really different, right? So normally I have about five to four meals in a day, depending on when I wake up and when I go to bed. And after I have that meal, if I feel hungry again in three hours, I will then have again another high carb or high protein meal and some carbs with it. I'm not going to restrict my carbs or my fats on the on the last meal. Now if I feel inclined to eat again in 3 hours, okay, that's going to look a little different again too. It all depends on what it looks like and how I structure my day. If I eat and I don't feel hungry for the rest of the night, probably just have like a nice protein shake and go to bed. And that's about it. But I structure my day accordingly because I know I'm going out. Let's say you don't even know if you're going to have a day. You don't even know. It's like on the whim. Somebody calls you up and says, hey, I'm really having a bad day. Let's go to dinner. And you start stressing out. You're like, oh, my gosh, I got to check in with my coach. What does that look like? I'm going to blow up. I'm going to look like this. I'm going to look like that. How does that work? And you start stressing about something you shouldn't be stressing about. One, one meal is not going to affect your body fat. Will it affect your water weight? Yes, it'll affect your water weight, which means you're going to fluctuate water weight one to two pounds. That means if you check in the next day after having a fun meal, you're going to be up one or two pounds of water weight. And that, that that's okay, because then a few days later, that's going to fall off and you're going to be right back on track. The point of having fun is just being in the moment 
being with the person you're being with, whether it be family or friends or whatever that looks like. And don't hold yourself to a guilty conscience. Like allow yourself the freedom to enjoy what you want to enjoy. The biggest thing you don't want to do is overindulge to the point where you're so stuffed, you're miserable. Or what's what's some things that people say? I can't, I got to roll out of this restaurant. I got to unbutton my pants. Don't make yourself feel that way. Feel comfortable enough that you're enjoying the moment with somebody. But then again, you're also being on top of it. Some clients ask me, how can I stay healthy and go out to eat? Well, look at the menu. What is a clean protein option you can order off of a menu? Is it a steak? Is it a grilled chicken? Is it shrimp or fish? What does that look like? How can we alter that when we order? Can we ask for the sauces on the side? Can we ask for no butter? Can we ask for um, a whole grain like brown rice versus the white rice? There's so many different alternatives you can do at a restaurant. And people just don't think to ask. They don't want to feel like a bother or they don't want to make it a complicated order. I want to tell you guys one thing. These servers, they're able to do it and they're going to communicate with you if a, if the cook or the kitchen can do that. And if they can't, it's okay. Don't freak out and think that you're, you're a bother to them. They're just giving you a variety of options like, hey, our cooks can't do that. And then they might follow it up with, however, they can do this. And start strategizing with your server. I was a server one time. I used to offer so many options to my people that I waited on. And when I go out to eat, the servers always help me out. Now, what I what I do now versus when I first started out is I have multiple options. I have the opportunities already picked out. So in case the server comes back to me and says, hey, we can't do that. Okay, have a plan B, a C, and a D available. And if all else fails, like I've had all A through D fail on me one time. At that point, I just ordered sides. I said, I want a side of grilled chicken. I want a side of sweet potato. I want a side of vegetables, whatever that vegetable looks like. They legit brought me out three sides and it was perfect. So at that point, I was like, all right, cool. That was easier than what I was doing in the first place. Don't be afraid to talk and communicate with your server. They really do want to make your experience enjoyable. In fact, they're working for your tip. They want to make sure they serve you. So it's okay to ask a bunch of questions. You aren't bothering them. One thing that I always find is I'm very pleasant with my servers, especially if I am going to be asking a ton of questions. I pre-warn them. I let them know, hey, I got a lot of questions. I just want you to be prepared. I'm going to ask a lot of things. And they're like, oh, okay. Like they're now mentally prepared. And then I start asking. I said, okay, one more thing. And then I ask. And they're so nice to me because I'm not being mean to them. I'm just genuinely asking questions and wanting some answers. And I'm being nice and they're being nice in return because we're communicating effectively. I could understand if somebody approached a server and they were being rude and maybe even saying something to the effect of like, well, can you do this? Okay, if I was a server and somebody came at me like that, my first response would be like, no, no, I can't because you got an attitude. Not because I don't want to, because you got an attitude and now I don't feel like it. And that's how I would be. So if I want to treat somebody the way I would want to be treated, I'm going to come at them with a little sugar and honey versus spice. That's not nice. So that's the biggest thing going out, uh, being out and just be nice to your server. Go in with options. Don't stress about it. Don't feel guilty about it. 
don't even hesitate to have a good time. I had another client ask me about alcohol. You know, she wants to have a beverage with the buddies or the people that she's going to uh, eat with. And I said, okay, have one. You're going to have one eventually in your life. So why cut it out and totally have your send your body into shock? If you're going to do it, do it. Now, if it's causing you to binge drink and it's causing you to almost engage like an alcoholic, well, we're, to go, we're going into a different subject at that point. But if you're going out with the girls or the guys and you're just wanting to have a beer, a margarita, have it. If it ends up being two, okay. The biggest thing I say is please hydrate in between. Alcohol dehydrates you. Not only that, but it also is a depressant on your body. So at least hydrate while you're doing it. Don't not do it if you want to, but at least hydrate. And that's one thing I emphasize with my clients. If you're going to go out and drink, just hydrate in between. So that way you're not dehydrated from that alcohol. Alcohol metabolizes in your body a whole different way. Kind of chuckle to myself. You have all of these fitness gurus on social media. They love to tell you how to, if it fits your macros with alcohol. I had one person try and say how it can be a protein. And for all my dietetic majors out there, or for all of my nutritionists that know how to break that down, y'all probably laughing right now because that was not right. Like, what? No. ETOH, ethanol, alcohol, that is not broken down into a protein. It is its own category. And particularly, it goes towards your carbs and fats in a whole different way. Alcohol doesn't break down normally like how a normal carb does or how a normal fat does. It's its own category. That is a whole different spectrum. And it is so hard on your body for it to break down. So for all you, if it fits your macros, count calories, making macros work, please understand that your little zero calorie trulies or whatever, that has calories. It has a lot of calories. And the way that alcohol breaks down into your body is super harsh. And so if you're struggling to lose weight, but yet you're having three trulies on the weekend and you're all like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. Ooh, let's take a step back and let's kind of check in and see, okay, maybe we're having too much alcohol. Start cutting back. Do one trulies a weekend and see if you start losing the weight then. So I said, you don't got to cut it out. You don't got to feel miserable like your life is over. You're not hanging out or you're not having fun anymore. You just got to do things a little differently. And it doesn't have to be drastic to where your whole life is different or doesn't look the same. It just is going to be a little, a little off-kiltered, right? Like you can still have the Trulies, just don't have three. You can still go out with the girls. And just be mindful of how much you're consuming or how much you're eating. And are you overstuffing or are you just eating till you're satisfied? So as we're approaching these holidays and as, well, holiday, because, well, no, holidays, because you, we also got Memorial Day in May and then got the holiday or we got the summer and then we roll straight into fall where the holidays come up. And we'll talk more about the real holidays, the Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas trifecta later on in the year. However, to get you through this wonderful spring into summer, 
where the lake is popping, barbecues are happening, camping trips are popping off, and every fun thing that involves going out is going down. Just remember, have fun, enjoy the memories, don't try and tie a guilty scenario to it. Look for the best option on the menu for protein or carbs. Try and negotiate with your waiter on what you can fix or alter for your meal. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Don't overindulge to where you're stuffed. And I hope this helps everybody out there, not just my clients, but anybody just listening in. And for those who do um, intermittent fasting or other lifestyle diets or lifestyle hacks, and your time zones are not the same as eating is what I've been talking about, you can still take the tips and tricks of going out, eating out, things of that nature. So guys, thank you so much for being patient with me. Thank you so much for allowing me a week to rest and recover so I could come back even better for you guys. I could put this out for the next week. And I'm super excited for next week's podcast. It is my birthday. Happy Aries season. We are popping it off. And if anybody out there knows zodiacs and horoscopes, yes, we are in the new year officially. So a lot of people look at the new year from January to December. And in zodiacs, Aries pops off the new year. We are officially in the new year where new things are blossoming. Everything's popping off and Aries are killing it. Actually, I'm pretty sure with the way everything is rolling around right now, everybody's feeling a great, awesome shift of beautiful abundancy. If something's not jiving your way, please hang tight because a lot of things are moving around and April is going to be such a beautiful month for everybody. So I can't wait for next week. I will share some awesome birthday fun and just dive in deeper more. Again, you guys are amazing. The feedback, the love, the support. I love being here and being here for you guys. You guys have an awesome Friday. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.